Back in 2017, I learned of a horrendous statistic. Firefighter and first responder suicides outnumbered line-of-duty deaths. And this hit me hard. I wanted to learn more about why this was happening. The more I learned, the more I realized that I needed to share what I'd learned with my brothers and sisters across the world so that hopefully we can have a, an impact on declining this number. I decided that the best way for me to do that was by starting a podcast to share what I had learned. And the great part about doing this podcast is that I'm constantly learning new things. And as a result, I'm refining my mentality and my perspective on the things that we're faced with in the first responder community. In today's episode, I'll share with you what drives the Ignited movement, how a focus on refining ourselves can make a huge impact, and how you can actively be a part of it. When I read that statistic several years ago, I was really upset at what it meant. Line of duty deaths are relatively low in our line of work when compared to how many people are working in the field, but line of duty deaths do exist. The thing that really hit me about this was that there were people out there doing the best job in the world who were suffering because of it. This statistic shined a light on a problem that I didn't realize existed. I wanted to know more. I spent time reading books, I went to conferences, I looked into studies on depression, I researched resiliency strategies and programs that fire service organizations may or may not have an effect for their people. The thing that stood out to me was that we do a great job of helping other people in need. We do a fantastic job helping complete strangers, but when it comes to helping our own, we are terrible at it. We are absolutely terrible at it. I set out on sharing everything I learned as a way to make people aware of the leadership, the mindfulness, and resiliency strategies that I'd learned about, and I thought a podcast was the best way to do it. So back in 2019, the Ignited Firefighter podcast was launched. I wanted to serve the firefighter and first responder community that was suffering by sharing what I'd learned in hopes that someone who was looking for help would seek out resources and find the podcast. And as time went on, I refined my approach. And as you guys can verify, uh, you can go back and listen to the first episodes. Some of them are pretty rough. But as I went on, I refined my approach. And as I grew, I increased my knowledge and my understanding. And as I grew in those things, so did the show. So my observations in all of those things and in the episodes that I've put together uh, and all the research that I had done led me to writing my first book. And I wanted to be a part of the solution and help the community that I'm a part of. That's why I did that. 
I saw so many examples of frustration and burnout due to destructive organizational practices. Trust among the ranks is missing because integrity has gone by the wayside. True accountability is all but extinct, and it's causing our people to see suicide as the only way out. And that, to me, is a nightmare. It's not just unacceptable, it's a nightmare. But there is hope. Regaining the sense of brotherhood within the fire service is possible. It starts with each of us as individuals. Now, I know, you know, you might be thinking, well, it starts at the top and it's got to work its way down. I 100% agree with you. Like it, these things do need to come from administration. But the issue is they, there's a lot of people within those administrative levels who have gotten there because of the toxicity. And I'll get to that a little bit later. But for now, we have to do what we can with what we have where we're at. And we as individuals have the power to reinstitute that sense of brotherhood that's missing. So it grows with the open and direct conversations that we have with our crew about levels of trust and how we can move forward as a team by setting up systems of accountability, good or bad. Now, I know accountability, sometimes people don't like to hear that word and and they think of it as, as discipline. But it's interesting because there's a difference between discipline and accountability. And, and even discipline, people seem to think that that's a bad word as well. And, you know, in, in my experience and in a lot of your experience, I'm sure that, that when it comes to the word discipline within our organizations, it is a negative thing. It is a bad thing um, rather than having discipline to do the right thing, right? It's kind of a punitive word, kind of a punitive mentality. But getting back to the, the, the issue at hand here, I didn't start the podcast or write a book to necessarily preach to people. I did these things to share what I've learned and continue to learn. Only by refining ourselves and sharing our journey can we have a positive impact on the people around us. When I first started this podcast, I had a vision in mind, and it was to become the firefighter that I would want on my crew. And I used this as a way to try to inspire others to work on themselves and improve their situations and behaviors the way that I was trying to do. And the only problem with this is that most people already think they are the person that they'd want on their crew. They already think they're awesome. (laughs) There's, There's no room for improvement, right? Like there's a lot of ego out there. The guy who steals kitty money to pay for an addiction problem doesn't see anything wrong with what he's doing until accountability comes knocking. And even then, who knows if it'll really sink in. So that's why I start with accountability. That's why it's so important to me. I looked around and I saw people doing terrible things to each other and getting promoted in spite of those things. Organizations have these spoken ideals of what a great leader should be, but then they wind up promoting a guy who performs a marriage ceremony for his friend and then secretly consummates the marriage. <laughs> it's, it's uncanny. It's unbelievable. It's incredibly toxic and way outside the bounds of integrity. And yet these are the things that are happening and the hardworking people 
who make up our public safety community, who thought they were joining the ranks of quality people, are left to drown in the toxic sludge that's being allowed to exist. The issue here is that the guy I'm talking about truly believes he is the person he would want in his crew. So he has no desire to improve or refine himself at all. Not only that, like I mentioned, he gets promoted to a leadership position operating outside of that integrity, which only validates his toxic behavior. So it just reinforces the fact that he's not going to change anything because what he's been doing has gotten him promoted. So this ideal is completely subjective. This ideal of be the firefighter you would want on your crew doesn't make it wrong. It's merely subjective. It's, it's the, the mantra that I tell myself, right? I want to be the firefighter that I would want on my crew. What makes me think of the ideal crewmate is completely different than someone else's ideal of what makes the ideal crewmate. So that's what I mean when I say subjective. Still, like I said, I hold the image of what I believe the ignited firefighter should be in my mind. I hold that. I wanted to make something very clear in this episode. I want you all to understand that I do not refer to myself as the ignited firefighter. That is not me. Okay. That is the representation or that is the title that I give the representation of the firefighter that I'm hoping to become through my actions and behaviors, as well as the way that I communicate and interact with others. I see the ignited firefighter as the ideal that I hope to become. I have this idea of how I see heaven and hell. And my idea of heaven is that after I die, and as stated in you know Matthew 25, 23, I'm greeted by my Lord and Savior, and he says to me, well done, good and faithful servant. And then he proceeds to introduce me to the man that I I had the potential to become while here on earth, and it's like looking in a mirror, right? I look at the man before me, and I see someone who did all he could to reach his ultimate potential by reading books, by exercising his body, by sharing things with others, by lifting others up by helping those in need, and by being the most amazing spouse and father that he could be. That's who I see. That's my idea of heaven. On the flip side, my idea of hell is that that same exact scenario plays out. But instead, when introduced to my glorified self, rather than seeing someone who is similar to me, I'm looking at a complete stranger knowing that instead of doing the work and trying to reach my potential, I sat on my butt, I cheated people out of what they were owed, I held people down, I used leverage against them, and I mocked education. Knowing those things would make me feel like the ultimate scumbag, and I'd have to live with that for eternity. This concept is reflective of a few authors who wrote about similar ideas in their books. First, Napoleon Hill wrote a book, or he wrote, I, I actually first learned of this, this concept, and I kind of tweaked it a little bit to, you know, suit my needs. 
But Napoleon Hill wrote about it in his book, Outwitting the Devil, where he talks about your other self. And Joseph Campbell wrote about it in his book called The Power of Myth, where he talks about your higher self. So either way you look at it or whatever you want to call it, there are a few versions of you. There's a version that you are and the version that you can become, good or bad. The version you want to be is completely up to you based on the work you're willing to put in. The ignited firefighter is a personification of the ideal that I personally strive for. He is the physically fit firefighter who's just as strong in his intellectual ability as he is in his physical capability. He builds quality relationships based on trust and integrity, not covering for others' shitty and unethical behaviors. That's not brotherhood, right? No matter how much someone would want you to believe that that's true brotherhood, that's not brotherhood. That's poison. The ignited firefighter is the one who brings his passion for his craft to work, and he shares it with others, building them up as a result. He's constantly looking for ways to refine and improve himself. And the system that I built for improving myself is structured on four categories that I've shared over and over with you guys, but I'm going to share them again. Fitness, intellect, relationships, and energy. And again, I continually work to share these things that I've learned and the things that have worked for me throughout my own journey so that you can glean some of it and make it work for you. Take what I'm offering, make it work for you. By focusing on becoming the best version of you, you can become the hero of your own story. By definition, that's what you that's what you will become. You will become the hero of your own story. You will be the one who who motivates yourself, who who motivates the version of you who could reach his or her ultimate potential. Instead of being the complacent, lazy, you know, gossipy, victimy, just piece of garbage. I recently read a book called Hero on a Mission by Donald Miller. And in it, he talks about uh, different roles that we play throughout our lives. Um, and, and he shares these different roles so that they kind of get on our radar so we can understand what, what role we're operating in. And these four different roles that he says we play, we go in and out of throughout our life, and maybe even throughout the day, are the villain, the victim, the hero, and the guide. And I keep pushing this idea of being the hero of your own story, because that's what's going to get you out of your rut. That's what's going to help you reach your ultimate potential, right? There are There is another role that helps you reach your ultimate potential, and I'll share that with you in just a minute. But in his book, he talks about, like I said, being the hero, the victim, the villain, or the guide. And we weave in and out of those roles, those roles uh, throughout our lives, throughout the day, um, and maybe even throughout the hour. I mean, sometimes we're, we're villains in that we, we gossip about people. Sometimes we're victims in that we, you know, put ourselves on a pity potty and ask, why didn't I get this thing what, that that person got? Or maybe we're operating as the guide. You know, I, I operate as the guide currently for a probationary firefighter on my crew. And, and I relish that role. I love being the guide because I've been doing this job for about 17 years now. 
18 years. And it's my turn to help build those people up, not ridicule and, and be served and, and, you know, scrub my boots, Proby. That is the exact opposite attitude that we should have. And I was just speaking about this to some friends in that the higher you go in an organization, I don't care if it's fire, if it's police, EMS, I don't give a crap if it's, you know, corporate America, but the higher you go within an organization, the more you should be looking to serve people. So I see your responsibility to serve people increase in conjunction with your, your rank and title within the organization. And I wish more people saw it that way. I'm witnessing, you know, um, kind of like a, a forced humility right now with, with, you know, new guys coming in and people who want to get hired on with the fire department. They're like coming in, you know, and like, for example, eating last at the dinner table. Well, the Marine Corps understands that those newest people need to eat first because they're going to be the ones doing a lot of the work. Whereas the supervisors are the ones who are coordinating and organizing the work to be done, right? So they don't need all that energy right away. So for the leaders to eat first is just asinine. Leaders eat last. And that's actually the title of another book by Simon Sinek. And uh, it's amazing. And I highly recommend you read it. I'll probably add that to the list of the the book club reads. Uh, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. But anyway, you are acting as a hero, a villain, a victim, and a guide. Acting as the guide means you're taking what you've learned and you're passing the torch. You're, you're helping to guide others and build them up to their full potential. So that starts with you embracing the fact that you can be the hero of your own story. And you should be. You should be the main character of your own story, not some non-playable character walking around you know, bumping into the corner for the entirety of the game. You should be the hero of your own story, walking the hero's path. And you do that by harnessing a structure, a framework that works for you. And like I said, I shared the framework that works for me and I've built an entire system, an entire program on that system to help pass the torch to you, to help act as the guide to you, not to be your hero, but to be your guide so that you can become the hero of your own story. If you're looking to take actionable steps and measurable steps to become the best version of yourself, then you should join me in The Forge. Inside The Forge, I'll personally work with you in refining yourself in the four Fireflow Path categories. Again, fitness, intellect, relationships, and energy. And through this process, we'll set and work towards goals on a quarterly basis, and you'll achieve more in those 12 weeks than you ever thought possible. You'll achieve more in those 12 weeks than most people achieve in 12 months, or sadly, maybe even 12 years. Once you put the systems that I'll introduce you to into action, you will compound your potential in record time. Here's what you get when you join the Forge. You get the quarterly goal planning template that I've personally created based on the fire flow path that I just mentioned. You get a 50 page workbook that I've personally created geared towards the focus for that quarter. You'll get access to a private Facebook group and all the events and the resources within that group. And 
You'll get a copy of the hand-picked book selection for the study and discussion uh, within our community, within the Forge. Not only that, but the system of accountability that I've built into this is that we will have a weekly accountability and coaching meeting together, you and me, as well as other members of the Forge. So you'll get the planning template, the, the workbook, access to the private group with like-minded people, right? A like-minded community is what we're trying to build here. And you'll get a copy of the handpicked book selection, as well as weekly accountability and coaching meetings with me. So join the ranks of others who are looking to refine themselves and become the hero of their own story, whether that's the ignited firefighter or something else. And as a result, you'll become the firefighter, the parent, the spouse, and the friend that you want to be. Click the link in the show notes or in my bio and fill out an application, schedule a one-on-one -on -one call with me, and we'll get you all set up. And the reason I want you to, to schedule a call with me is that I want to make this as personal as possible. During this call, I'll review your application with you. We'll go over it together. We'll talk about how the forge is structured, and we'll talk about how to use the resources within the system. The best investment you can make is in yourself. So click the link, fill out the application, and start making moves to reach your potential. The next cohort starts on January 1st, 2023. Lock in your spot now, guys. So that way I can send you everything you need and you're all set up to hit the ground running come January. I look forward to working with you inside the forge. One more thing quickly before I sign off. I wrote a book called Own It and I in it I give a systematic approach to building systems of trust and how to be active in holding yourself accountable so that you can create a rock solid culture where accountability isn't a bad word and trust thrives. You can get copies, uh, you can get like a paperback or you can get it on Kindle, on Amazon. So please get a copy and share it with those you think support the idea of systems of accountability and how they'll make us all better people and as a result, better firefighters and better EMS professionals and just better people all around. That wraps it up for this episode of the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. Click the link in the show notes and be a part of the growing community by joining the Ignited Firefighter Facebook group. This is a free Facebook group, guys, and this is where those of you who listen to the show or have read the book can, can join and, and chat with others. It's a place where we can all contribute and share stories of what new things that we're learning along with anything else you want to share or inquire about. Thanks again, and until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the hero of your own story. Be ignited. <laughs>